Hey there, I'm popping in to let you know about a way that you can support the show and get cool stuff. No, I'm not talking about our Patreon, even though that is a way to do it. We've actually uh, we've actually opened up a shirt store. Um, we've done merchandise and things like that in a bunch of different ways um, in the past, but uh, now we are kind of settled into, or at least trying, this new provider where you can buy a whole bunch of different designs all at once. Uh, it's from a place called T Public. Uh, we have 25 designs up, and there's no time limits, no campaigns, or anything like that. The quickest way to get there is to go to duckfeed.tv/shirts. Uh, there are all kinds of cool things, uh, not just shirts, but uh, different kinds of apparel, um, mugs, posters, stuff like that. So go check it out. Um, uh, the response has been great so far, and uh, we would love to see like pictures of people wearing shirts and stuff. Yeah, so duckfeed.tv/shirts shirts my name is gary butterfield my name is cole ross and you're listening to watch out for fireballs it is a retro games podcast and this week we are um reading your responses to team fortress 2 our fifth anniversary episode and uh you came out in force yeah so thank you very much and uh due to that as usually when you guys uh uh kind of come out in bulk we are going to kind of get to business Mm -hmm. um we've been recording for a while um, so first, uh, before we get move on to that, thank you guys for, for joining us as well. And uh, not yeah. to just kind of, you know, get straight to business. I'll warm <laughs> you up a little bit. Thanks, guys. Now, Ian says by contact with a little bit of follow-up. Yes. Um, and other people point this out as well, but Ian is the one who uh, got his name drawn out of the hat. Um, really enjoying the podcast. Thought you guys might not like to know uh, what the Landale was named after. This, of course, referencing Fantasy Star 4 and the, uh, the little speeder, speeder craft. The, the airship. Yeah, the airship. Um, it is referencing the hero of Fantasy Star 1. That's her last name. Alice um, Landale. Yes. Uh, thanks for making a few of my favorite podcasts. Yeah. Um, I knew Alice's name, but I forgot her last name. Yes. I don't know if it's how often it shows up in Fantasy Star 1. So. Yep. Yep. I had no uh, uh, I had no way to know that unless I just did a wiki dive. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so thanks, everybody. Yeah, thank you. Uh, moving on to the responses here. Uh, Sam writes in saying, I played Team Fortress 2 with the Duck Feet crew twice since the server went up. The first time, I got, to, I got to feel what it was like to dress up like Cole and then stab people. Uh, the second time, we rode around in bumper cars, fought a wizard, and swam in piss. A good game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, one of those yeah. curses is to make the world full of piss and you swim in it. Yeah. Yeah, it works for me. Fragrant. Let's get yellow. Um, <laughs> team yellow. Yes. Uh, oh no. Yeah. The, I need um, to delete my account now. Yeah, the piss boys. The... Um, <laughs> That's us. What? 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 What's your problem? It's great. No, it, it's fine. No, it's fine. I'm. I, I've learned not to argue with you about piss. It's good. It's good now. Uh, piss is good now. Uh, Andrew says via contact. Piss. It's what we're all thinking about. Why don't we talk about it more? My first relationship with piss began in 1982. Uh, no. Don't put words in Andrew's mouth. <laughs> yeah. Andrew says uh, via contact. Uh, Team Fortress 2 made me a PC gamer. Back when the orange box came out, I had a garbage computer that barely ran WoW. I mostly played on console, but TF2 on the 360, despite being a clearly inferior version, showed me what I was missing. Upon graduating from college and using some of that graduation money to build a gaming PC, the first thing I did was buy a copy of the orange box from a retail store, because hey, it was 2007-8. Seeing the difference between the console uh, and the, uh, the PC version was startling to say the least. New weapons, hats, and masks just flooding the game with even more personality than the shipped game already had. Uh, it was just mind-bending how much there was for what was essentially uh, just a team-based shooter. 
the comics introduction videos and damn great cooperation Valve had uh, in getting other products involved in TF2 is still impressive today. It's a continually improving game that still shines because of its art style. Yeah, agreed on all points. Piss. <laughs> That's how he closes. There's a little uh, piss script. Yep. At the bottom. <laughs> Stop imposing your piss lust on us. <laughs> who, is piss, who is lust piss? <laughs> Who's piss penis? <laughs> Would say with penis, Gary. No. <laughs> well, the sooner this is over, the sooner I stop making this joke. So okay. Well, I guess we have to. Gary's speak hungry up. and tired. <laughs> Let's get the piss out, as the old expression goes. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, agreed on all points. Uh, Team yes. Fortress Two and the and the entire orange box uh, got me to install Windows on my Mac laptop at the time. So yeah, good for them too. Pushing hardware. Mm-hmm. Andrew writes in via contact saying. Uh, wait, no, that was that was already Andrew. Sorry, you messed me up with your piss lust. Um, <laughs> piss lust? Well, it changes a man. <laughs> um, Eric says via contact. Um, thanks again, Eric, for all the information that you provided, like on the fly. This guy is an encyclopedia, and uh, he'll explain why. Uh, Team Fortress 2 is a game that I spent a lot of time with, uh, and it's a game that uh, was a staple in a lot of online friendships for me during college and afterwards. Uh, it's a game that I spent not only a lot of time playing, but also reviewing, like a scientific practice, pouring over technical details, maps, weapon and character information and the shallow but wide amount of comically impossible lore that got crammed in after the fact uh it's just a great game to hang out in and a non-serious uh and the non-serious nature laying on top of a well-crafted first-person shooter with high attention paid to clear and deliberate detail made it enjoyable regardless of how of how invested you wanted to be a year or so ago, I moved on to other games, but I still watch the videos and read the comics Valve releases uh, about the game and try to snatch up opportunities to share the knowledge that I've acquired, uh, perhaps to justify my investment. The opportunity to play Team Fortress 2 with the both of you and the rest of the Duckfeed community, even if I was mostly just hanging out while doing chores, uh, was was one that I'm very glad that I took advantage of. One last piece of advice, watch out for spies. Yeah. Yeah, Eric, what he's referencing there is that Eric would join uh, the Discord channel uh, when he had like things to do, like watch the dog, walk the dog or anything. <laughs> Just look at his uh, dog. Like talk to it. And, you know, it's a handsome dog. dog. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's a good dog. You can't play TF2 while looking at a dog. Um, <laughs> the uh, While you take his dog to piss, he would uh, take his phone and uh, talk to us on the Discord server and kind of explain things and answer questions. And he would divine was, what was happening based on what we were saying. It was Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty great. <laughs> It was like having a copy of the Hitchhiker's Guide, like the actual, <laughs> not the book, but the, the guide from the, yeah. the book. <laughs> With the book within the book. Yes. Yeah. Uh, pretty awesome. So thank you very much, Eric. Yeah. Learned a lot. Much uh, appreciated. Uh, Gordon says, by contact, Team Fortress 2 was my first online FPS and my last until I got into Overwatch in a big bad way. I hadn't had decent internet since I lived on a tiny Scottish island for most of my life. So the entire scene just skipped by me until I moved into uh, college campus, appropriately enough, wedged between Britain's tiniest nuclear reactor and the house from John Lennon's Imagine. <laughs> that is appropriate. Yeah. Um, I, I quickly uh, fell into the medic role and made sure everyone on my team kept topped up on health and had a good time, occasionally taking part in a devastating invincibility push. Once the game degenerated into more complicated setups, I lost interest, but the wheel has turned once more and now I play support in Overwatch. Hmm. My most standout memory of the game comes from a rare time that I played Spy and managed to lead an enemy medic all around a deserted part of the level before leading them into a spiral up the spiral hill to the capture point before whipping out my knife. (laughs) Then they managed to uh, kill me in the ensuing duel and uh, managed to cap the point single handed. We had a great laugh about this in chat afterwards. (laughs) 
it's one of those things right like you know yeah. we, we, we had it uh you know, it, it was stacked in our favor that we were going to have a good experience but like when you can laugh with uh with the people that with the person that you're playing against there is nary a hard feeling to be felt yeah um in uh in in our server specifically and it was kind of rare actually uh when i was playing with you know puppies you know back several years ago mm-hmm you know, like when somebody does well, it is still something that like generally can make you laugh because the stakes are at least at a certain level of play, never really that high. Yeah. And, uh, and, and what Gordon says about, uh, about overwatch is actually pretty good. Like you if you have a role that you're used to in team fortress, um, with minimal research and investment, you can kind of fall into that. And overwatch is actually really fun, but see the concluding matter of the, uh, the main episode for, uh, for team fortress too. Um, to kind of understand why I'm not really like jumping whole hog into it, but I'm very happy that it's something that is available to me for those, you know, times when I have an hour to 90 minutes to like play quick matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I want to, you know, if team fortress two is making your action figures kind of bang into each other, overwatch <laughs> is letting your action figures fuck. So it's got that going for it as well. Yep. So, <sighs> um, yeah. Hmm. Um, this is me now, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, Joshua says via contact. My first experience with TF2 was playing it by recommendation by my elitist MLG roommate who had no fun playing games uh, and who proceeded to suck out all of the fun that I could have had uh, with it. So I didn't play it again for a long time. Then years later, I picked it back up because I was bored and it was already downloaded on my computer and I hopped into a deathmatch. Still hated it. So I stopped playing it again. Then just a few months ago, um, I jumped back on it and realized that there was more than just deathmatch, but also man versus machine. Holy fuck is that game fun? It took me almost nine years, but I finally jumped onto the hat hype train. P.S. I've been catching uh, catching myself up up on your backlog um, after not listening for for a few months, and I have one thing to say. I make out with my girlfriend first thing in the morning, Gary. Screw you. It took me a second to realize what that was referencing. (laughs) I was like, oh, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really, huh. it's is your girlfriend, my mom or something like what? <laughs> it's really hard to keep track of who we call monsters and why. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember anything that we say after we stop recording. Right. I don't, uh, a function of doing like 10 shows on the network means that I don't remember any of them. Right. So, uh, I mean, this, this time I remember because I think it's relatively recent, but that's <laughs> it. This memory has about, you know, probably like. 15 days before this gets flushed down the memory hole <laughs> as well. Well, good. I mean, good for you, man. Like, yeah. it doesn't mean I think it, like I'm too self-conscious about my yeah. mouth in the morning. Yep. It's awesome that you're not. Yeah. <laughs> Go Joshua. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Sebastian says via contact, uh, TF2 was the first FPS I ever played. I'd originally played this game on the 360 when we got a cheap copy of the orange box. That version is not very good. Eventually, for my birthday, I got a laptop that was not meant to play video games. That didn't stop me from playing hours of TF2 on it until the laptop stopped working. I've been playing the game uh, since uh, the Engineer update and have played with a lot of groups of players before. From trade servers to random game modes people have made, I've been everywhere. But some of my favorite servers have been the ones that uh, both use the normal maps as well as the variety of custom maps that exist. My favorite class to play is the Heavy because uh, I can be a little bit reckless with this class. This game is my favorite multiplayer FPS, and I hope it continues to get updates. Um, I'm always glad you guys decided, or I was glad that you guys decided to do this game and that I was able to play along with you guys. Uh, I was Freestar. Hey, Freestar. Hmm. Uh, here's to more podcasts. Yeah. And that's funny. We we intend to do more podcasts, and Valve doesn't seem to be slowing, like, updating this thing. So. Yes. <laughs> you grant your, your wishes are granted. Yeah. 
yeah i don't know that i have anything to add no, uh, no i mean that's, that's awesome. we didn't really talk like we mentioned that it came out for the 360 and ps3 there's not really a story there like they put it out with the best of intentions but then you know the the updates ended up not being really possible on those things so they kind of lived in stasis as an example of just like pure stock vanilla um team fortress until just yeah. they stopped supporting it i don't know if i wonder if people still play those yeah it's I, like that, that since since it, it, it it's an ea published game i'm almost certain that they have pulled down the servers actually mm. yeah yeah bummer yep um peter writes Team Fortress 2 is number two on my most played games list, with a whopping 1,615 hours in the game, second only to DICE's Battlefield 2. And no, I didn't idle for items. Um, I have, I've got to hand it to Valve for making a game with such a fun art style and personality, and then supporting it for years. Their last major update was just last month, nine years after the game's release. Um, I also have to applaud them for not falling into the trap many multiplayer games do, which is having a ranked system, even if it's unnecessary. Because items were either given for free in updates or later allowed to be crafted by simply playing the game, players weren't forced to play on unofficial ranked servers with set rules, which allowed people like me uh, to find a rather unique experience. Probably 99% of my playtime was spent on servers with wacky wacky randomizers randomizers, um, and fast spawning, um, allowing for silly but extremely fun instances like an entire team of medics doing an Uber train or spy rushes. Um, It also also allowed players to make game modes Valve probably never thought of, like the extremely fun hide-and-seek mode where one team was pyros and the other could choose props in the world to hide as. That sounds really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, even though it uh, marked the era where Valve went uh, went from a games company to a hat producer, TF2 is still one of my favorite games of all time, and I hope to get into your Duckfeed server before you take it down. Uh, you have until the end of September. Yeah. Yep, yep. We hope to see you there, Peter. Um, definitely join us. Mm-hmm. So many, just um, like so many of those cool modes that sound like they would be really fun, like if you just kind of stumbled across it, we just weren't able to cover. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah um yeah yeah so uh, again, i don't have a lot to add to that either um mm-hmm. but I, I do like how uh not rigid it is mm-hmm. you know not having that ranking system kind of plays into its general kind of philosophy yeah of uh of being a little bit looser which is cool um bean brew says via contact playing tf2 with the duck feed crew brought back some great memories of when i was still in school and would play two or three hours of tf2 every night i would hop on the same server see the same people and we'd shoot the shit while pushing a cart or capturing some points I don't really keep in touch with any of the people who played on that server, and we were never really friends to begin with, but I still sometimes reminisce about those days. TF2 marked the end of an era of hanging out in multiplayer servers for me, and it's an experience I don't think I'll ever quite have again. Even though I've made real friends through things like League of Legends or Overwatch, goons who I've asked uh, to be in my wedding party, uh, automatic matchmaking will never have the same feel as a well-loved server. It'll never be the bar you hang out in after work, getting to know all the regulars and meeting new people. I think Campster really nailed it with this in his errant signal video, uh, and he, when he said that you meet your friend or you meet friends in TF2, while Overwatch is a place where you hang out with your existing friends. Um, I'd like to thank Gary Cole and the Duckfeed crew for bringing back a memory of that uh, time just for a second. The game's changed so much with patches since the early days, and not for the better. But it was a lot of fun to brief, uh, briefly reliving that time that will never really exist again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will put that camster video, uh, errant signal video in the show notes. That's good. Um, it's, yeah, it's really good. Um, and that, that's essentially his thesis is that like team fortress two feels like a bar 
mm-hmm. you know, where you, you head down there and there's some people who just kind of show up regulars and everything, but there might be some kind of randos mm-hmm. that pop in. Um, people are there at certain times and how it's kind of enforced by the uh, the mechanics and system. So there's more downtime. Um, you can do things like have a silly spray or, or silly emotes and stuff and kind of hang out and goof around mm-hmm. in a way that is not encouraged in Overwatch where it's more like, hey, we have an extra slot. Mm-hmm. Come join us to fight randos. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, so that is the argument for dedicated servers that actually works for me. Mm-hmm. It is, is that kind of like, not controlled, but like consistent social experience like that, like that resonates for me. Yeah. 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 Um, and then finally, um, Nick says via contact and Gary, if we can trade off here, cause my voice is shit because of allergies. Sure. Um, uh, Team Fortress 2 is a game that I have a lot of good memories attached to. A lot of people seem to divide themselves among the console or PC gamer line, but I've always been somewhere in the middle, depending on the game. Throughout high school, I played a lot of Counter-Strike and Team Fortress Classic. I, tend to, I tend to, uh, tended to play by myself a lot, since most of my friends were playing Halo, and very few of them liked PC shooters. Land parties and putting together a clan seemed like the coolest things to me, but unfortunately, it wasn't something that I could do at the time. Cut to almost a decade later, I was in the middle of a particularly nasty breakup when I was at the same time uh, making some new friends through other friends of mine. One of my friends was also a PC gamer, um, and uh, and as well, as we all started hanging out more, we started uh, getting together in his basement and throwing LAN parties uh, every so often. Counter-Strike Source, Left 4 Dead 2, Killing Floor, and Team Fortress 2 uh, were primarily the games of choice. Imagine 10 or so people sitting in the basement drinking, coordinating with their teammates while trash talking um, and other uh, while trash talking the other team at the same time Uh, may not be everyone's cup of tea. uh, But for my friends and I, it was a blast. Um, It was just the kind of thing that I needed during the during an emotional time in my life. Hanging out with everyone took my mind off of the other stuff going on, if only for a night. And Gary, if you can pick up. Sure. Uh, TF2 was one game that always saw very heavy rotation at these events. My characters of choice were the heavy weapons guy, demo man, pyro, and medic. My favorite moments included heating, heated battles at the final payload checkpoint as the announcer was furiously counting down, someone <laughs> celebrating a clutch kill. Uh, I'm pretty mild-mannered, but every once in a while, my competitive tie- side shows up. There was one match where a friend of mine was taking the exact same point every single time he died. <laughs> uh, so naturally, I sat around and waited for him from a distance and picked him off and tried not to laugh as he ranted and raved about how it was cheap. <laughs> As we've gotten older with less time and more responsibilities, the land parties don't happen as often, but we still try to get together a few times a year and make it happen. Overwatch has been the game of choice lately, but I'll always have uh, so many good memories of mowing down the opposing team, which made the celebratory sandwich afterwards all the more tasty. Yeah. Yeah, that's very sweet. Yeah, very cool. I I miss land parties. Um, By the number of hours, the majority of the land parties I did were Halo. Um, but mm-hmm. that was a, a staple like during high school, like that was kind of a simpler time. Like let's sit around, eat garbage food and like trash talk each other kind of thing. Like it, it's, it's kind of like webcomic cliche, but like that was, that was really fun to do even in the more kind of like involved kind of times where like I would take my computer over to somebody's place and we would play like Starcraft or something like yeah. that is, that is something that I, you know, just kind of doesn't happen. And I, if, if I wanted to make it happen, I would just make it a priority. So this is just me, you know, talking to the moon wondering who owns that moon um sure but, sure <laughs> but but like yeah that, that, that was fun and and nick's nick's uh, response kind of brought that back to me yeah yeah if it wasn't uh, if it didn't involve carrying a pc somewhere like i would do like i like the idea <laughs> of land parties as well yeah um it just i, I can't imagine myself doing it just because i'm lazy and don't have a car 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was fun. I've I've only been involved in a couple land parties, but it, it is very fun. Yeah. Um, and then kind of the equivalent of land parties on, you know, console with console based kind of shooting games as well. Like I played, mm-hmm. I share of Goldeneye, uh, as well in uh, that house. Yeah. And stuff. <laughs> so I'm I'm the only person on earth who has played a lot of Goldeneye and doesn't like it. <laughs> so who? Uh, I've played a yeah, lot of Goldeneye. I'm ambivalent. Like, is, does that count? <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. It's not like I didn't have fun, but that doesn't mean it's a good game. Um. <laughs> But yeah, it is, I understand that uh, that kind of pining for that experience mm-hmm. and stuff. What I would love to do, and this would be, uh, you know, would be a massive undertaking, but would be to do a, a land party version of uh, six-player Baldur's Gate. Because you can do that game multiplayer. <laughs> oh, shit. And just fill out your party and then just be like, this is essentially a D&D session. Mm-hmm. You know, like we're all just going to be here on our own computer seeing our <laughs> own thing. But uh, And then turn off, uh, you know, not don't allow yourself to pause to do orders. Mm. So you have to kind of plan and, and, you know, coordinate beforehand verbally and then actually go into the, <laughs> the encounter. I think that'd be really fun. Huh? Yeah. Um, thanks everybody. Yeah. Thank for, you for, uh, for coming out and letting us know uh, what you have to say about team fortress two. Yeah. If you have anything to say about toe jam and Earl starflight for the Genesis Mario galaxy, uh, hit us up at duckfeed.tv forward slash contact. Yes. Um, you know, the usual stuff, the Patreon, uh, we talked about the shirts. I probably put a bumper about the shirts at the beginning of the show. Uh, go check those out. See if there's a design that tickles your fancy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And real quick, before we go, I want to give a quick, uh, shout out, uh, to better Noah mod, mm. uh, to Jeremy Greer. Yeah. Our friend and yours, um, soon <laughs> probably to be a host on the network. Yeah. Um, who is on our Slack channel and moderates the bonfireside chat. Uh, channel yeah and also Um, also moderates politics which i initially thought was going to be a huge undertaking but that's actually a cool place which defies all logic (laughs) yes um which it's probably probably has some some authorship over why that is not a garbage fire yep uh because having a politics section on your message board is like having a peeing section in your pool bringing Mm -hmm. it back to pissman's (laughs) um the uh yeah so uh he is great uh Mm -hmm. i love him dearly and it was really uh fun to meet him yeah we got a chance Uh, to meet him in austin yeah and uh, yeah, he's he's really good. He's somebody who I explicitly trust mm-hmm. uh, to make decisions about this kind of community management stuff. Yeah. So the few times you know when we have had uh, community issues or anything like that, um, he is somebody who I trust to actually take care of them and uh, uh, you know do you know uh, do things in flavor and in step with kind of the the vision and and the way we want to present ourselves. Yeah, and contribute so. to that and help shape it too, not yes. just in step with it, but like really, really just kind of being a being a stabilizing force across everything here. It's great indeed yeah, yeah he's fantastic so uh shout out to jeremy greer mm-hmm. um you should check it out he has a podcast as well that's not on our network uh called don't give up skeleton mm-hmm. which is him interviewing people about uh how they got into dark souls it's mm-hmm. very good it's very yes. funny um <laughs> check that out the a link will be in the show notes yeah uh there's an episode coming up where i guessed it i recorded that like two months ago <laughs> yeah me too we're, we're the there's there's me and you week mm, nice. uh, where we're both going to come out so the um he's got that plan specifically uh nice. to do those the same week yeah go check that so, out um yeah i think that's about all i got i think so yeah this has been uh-huh. fun five yeah. years man high five it's uh yeah. it's it's been wonderful working with you um playing these let's games together what's that celebratory piss <laughs> no. let's do some crossfire I, I have to pee but i'm i'm going to go into another room it doesn't help that's that we're your across body the country talking to you it's your body telling you that i'm right <laughs> i'm not going to let you hear my body talk okay <laughs> let me hear your body talk no i hear you do it and do it and doing it well uh, <laughs> Don't ruin this. Uh, <laughs> Come on, man. Um, this has been the last. 137 is a real weird episode to end it on, but goodbye. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, well, it's, it's you know, 
<laughs> Life is just pissing in the wind, buddy. So it's got to go Team Yellow. Um, I, I don't actually want to piss on Cole. Okay. Um, that's it. That's all I got. Stick around so, for a story about a freezer. Yeah, just stick stick around for some freezer talk uh, that uh, is not related to a urine. <laughs> Did you put an H on urine? There's a urine. I, I, I generally do urine here, <laughs> like you, like Huron up here. Urinate. Yep. Urinate. Urinate. Bonus ducks. I stayed up really late last night because I was couldn't sleep the night before because I've been depressed. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my landlord, our freezer started making sci-fi noises. Uh-oh. Did you see that tweet that I made? No, no. Check this out. Um, I've got a video of it. <laughs> uh, and this Let me is see here. This is not private. I think this is funny and can go in uh episode if you like. Let me see if I can find it, though. It's pretty incredible. All right, check this out. This was my freezer, and halfway through this video, um, I open it. That's why it gets louder. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the Stranger Things-esque uh, synthwave soundtrack that has been happening with my freezer. Um, so we were worried about it dying Uh of course and our landlord here um is really off like hands off Mm -hmm. which i like but it also means that when something like this happens like i just have this weird feeling they're up to something or like something's unsavory because they never have enough notice they always have these very short time windows to do things Mm. um so they just called me this morning like and it was uh like 9.50, which is not early by normal standards, but it's early if you, you know, went to sleep at 5. Right. Uh, because of, you know, insomnia. And if you took a bunch of melatonin to go to sleep because you've not been able to sleep. <laughs> so, and then, so you're pissed off, tired, and angry? Yeah. And I had to go downstairs and, like, they couldn't fix the freezer. They had to replace it. Hmm. Or they, that's what they said. They're just going to replace the fridge. So I had to go downstairs and, like, try to find place for all of our stuff. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. And stuff on, like, really short notice. And there's all this, like, there's nothing, like, I don't resent my roommates, but there's nothing, if you're going to, like, digging oh. through their food that they forgot in the fridge. Yep, that is, uh, that, that, that is one of the main reasons I don't like having roommates, actually. Yeah, just like, so Jesus many, Christ, eat your leftovers. <laughs> so, so many fights. Or at the very least, remember what you put in there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's just, there's just so many expired things. So I have a big, you know, garbage bag full of food and stuff. Yeah. And then managed to go back to sleep, but it was, it was stupid. Um, and then <laughs> on top of everything else, I was lucky. Obnoxious. I was lucky enough to mostly live with friends during college. But we had a, a at one point, one somebody moved out, and at last like last minute notice, we had to get somebody new, like a rando from Craigslist in. And mm. you know, God help her, because you know we were really chummy between us because we were buddies, right? Yeah. Um, but she was a uh, she was a dietitian major like nutritionist like whatever one whichever one of those is an actual thing that you go to school for Uh, like 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 dietary sciences kind of stuff but she was the worst about keeping food containers in the fridge until like the mold would go from white to green to blue to like where you would open up something and then it would just spit spores at you yeah and so we would throw it away and she only communicated by notes and oh, that's already that's bad enough. <laughs> yep. And, um, you know, so we're like, OK, well, this is like this is starting to off gas onto other stuff, you know, because we have one moldy thing in a fridge. It starts making other things moldy. So we threw it away. And there was a note that says, I'm a dietary sciences major. I think I know when something is good to eat. Oh, geez. <laughs> it was, 
I don't I don't even open things if they get that bad. I just throw away the container. Oh yeah. Like it's it's worth getting a new it's like wasteful, but I don't uh I don't need that in my life. I don't yeah. need to wash that out. Nope. I don't even uh, I don't even want the picture of it in my head. No, no, exactly. I just prefer not to see it. I've I've definitely forgot about things. I just leave. Oh yeah, me the, too. Um, when my I've, I've let uh, some spinach college, turn into water. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then that that's a bad smell too. It's like I yeah. don't I don't want to experience it in any any way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. The uh, the first house I lived in in college had uh, college age had um, two fridges and like so because there were a lot of people who lived there and like one was like day fridge and the light worked and like that was where you kept like upstanding food <laughs> the other one the light bulb had burnt out and was just like this scary pit <laughs> fridge after dark yeah it was it was really there was one that was just you just open it up and there was just horrors in there and like you could you could still uh use it right like i use night fridge a lot because day fridge was always full <laughs> but you had to be really careful with with night fridge mm. um eventually what i did was i bought a 12 pack of soda uh and then like put it in the back of the fridge like tore off one side of it uh so i could grab sodas and then put it in the back of the fridge to kind of create a wall between me and a bunch of like jars and tupperwares <laughs> and then, a bunch of quarter full salsa jars yeah yeah and had this like line of soda defense yeah you built between a, their rotting goods and my like reasonably food safe goods <laughs> you, you built a food fort yeah it was like i bivouacked bivouacked uh, my way into food safety in the night fridge oh man <laughs> the only yeah. thing better would be if you just like claimed a crisper oh yeah I, well those crispers they i did not open those crispers because crispers were were done for. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Right. Fridge. Fridge tails. I need to clean out my fridge. Actually. Bonus ducks. 